Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Tuesday, uh, February 21st, 2023. And today I'm sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all the shows along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page. And that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S A L. S-I-D-O, paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions, or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And um, so I think uh, I've already... Last couple days, I've already given all the announcements I have for now. Um, so I think I can just get right into the stories here. Thank you all for being here and for listening. Uh, whether you are able to listen live or you listen to the um, podcast or YouTube feeds. I never expect anyone to be here for the live show. So I always appreciate when anyone is able to um, to be here for that. So, um, Alright, I think that's it. So let me get to the file here, and then I will start. Okay, so let me see here. Looks like everything's good. All right. So this first one says, I've been digging a few posts lately, and this seems like a common sighting from what I've gathered so far. We, knew, we lived near a very big lake where the street made a turn all the way around it, living right at the end of the lake, near a forest. Pretty lovely place, except for the bugs, but I like to live there. The side we had to cross to get to our house directly had lots of public grills near the lake, one after the other, and right in the middle of the sequence of grills, there was a pier where people often drove boats from. I was a teenager riding with my parents home late at night. I was in shock when I saw the woman standing at the edge of the pier, all alone in a very clean, full white dress and long black hair. Seriously. She had her back facing us. My parents weren't looking, so they didn't see anything. I told them after we were far away already. I sometimes regret not telling them earlier and asking them to stop the car to see what she was doing there, just because I wish I could know what it was about. And that's where the story ends there. Seems like a, um, just a, almost like a classic woman in white sighting right there. Um, it's not really written in words, but I get the sense, maybe it's just me, but I get the sense from the way the writer describes it that there was some other kind of feeling along with the sighting, maybe, to make them think it was more than just a regular person standing there. Um, I could be wrong, but even if you put aside that possibility of it being a regular person and just go into the whole, like they mentioned, the sighting of a woman in a white dress is pretty common. Um, really, I mean, various colored uh, clothes 
woman in white, woman in blue, woman in black. Um, just different things like that. Those that those are definitely patterns. Uh, you'll find if you look into enough stories of experiences. So, uh, neat sighting there, and um, I wonder about that. If it was just one sighting, then how? What was the significance for that? Um, if there was some kind of residual image, hard to say with just one sighting, and especially without much interaction there, but still a neat story. So, um, so yeah, that's the first one I had for today. The next two sort of involve uh, shadow figures of different kinds. So, uh, we'll get to this next one here. This says, probably not the most exciting ghost story, but a ghost story nonetheless. A while back, my dad and I were in the kitchen, and I saw a black figure move past the kitchen and say hi. It sounded like my brother, and I thought it could have been my, my eyes playing tricks on me because my brother wears an all-black uniform. I turned to look at my dad and ask, did he, did he come home early? Come home early. I guess they mean the brother. My dad said no and asked if I saw and heard it too. I said yes, and I went around the house trying to find out if someone had come in. I went through every single part of the house and found no one. Still don't know what it was. So that's an um that's end of that story. That's an amazing experience there because you not only have this shadow figure kind of deal, uh the sighting of this shadowy figure, but then it spoke. I wonder how it how it it managed to sound like the brother if it somehow pulled the I don't know memories of the brother from the people's minds or just picked up on that that those memories of that person's voice or if it had been there for a while and already knew how to copy it um or if it just had a similar voice there are people that I've encountered in places um where I would just be in a, in a restaurant or a store or whatever and um I'd hear a voice and I'd think I know that person and I would turn and I'd look and it would not be someone I knew. I would be able to tell even just visually that it wasn't someone I knew. But, um, but it just, so it was odd. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Let's see here. Oh, hello, Jen. Uh, Jen Hawkins says the perfect black body absorbs all light and sounds carried on the light. So it could have taken in that sound and maybe reprojected it back out. That's an interesting idea there. Doppelganger or Mimic? Possibly, as well. Um, I don't know. But still a neat sighting, and I, I love how they were just passing through. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I love that it was just passing by. I really wonder if it did just was passing through the area and just had to pass through the house to get by and then notice that it had been noticed and just said hello and somehow it sounded like the brother um so i just thought that was a really neat story of a something that overall is not too frightening just a 
weird thing that happened with someone passing through an area that happened to be right in the middle of a house. But, uh, yeah, I just, I like that story. Sort of a, uh, not your usual story of shadow figures, which seem to, even when they're not doing much, they seem to be in a lot of your stories uh, here online or in, especially in movies or TV shows where these shadow figures are, there's this, there's this idea that, that most shadow figures are evil. And it's one of those ideas I push back against because I don't think we can know that for sure unless they actually do things that seem like they are negative, like an attack or something. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. Very, very neat. Yeah, neutral. Yeah. So, anyway, I love that story because it was just uh, someone passing by, sounds like. So, and this next story uh, almost has a similar um, feeling to it, in a way, once you kind of get past the, maybe a, an initial reaction. So, I'll go to this one here. This one says, I live in a house that was made a long time ago. I'm not 100% sure when, but it's old for sure. One, one time I was laying in bed with my girl and my two sons are asleep. We all live in the same room. I, can't, I couldn't sleep that night. This, this does not happen often, but it's not out of the ordinary. So I was just scrolling on my phone, bored, and trying to be sleepy, but to no avail. At the time, I had two sons. I have three now. And the oldest had a bed, and the youngest was in a crib. Now it gets weird. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw a shadowy, distorted figure hanging on the edge of the crib. I was stunned, and I turned to look slowly uh, in the thought of, am I really seeing this? And usually stuff like that just goes away and is just an illusion. This one didn't go away when I looked. It was playing with the baby or something, and the baby wasn't afraid. I tried for as uh, long as I got to look at it to make out what I was looking at. It was like distorted shadows in a small form, like seven or eight-year-old size. It also acted like a child. It hung over the crib, dangling what I assume were legs out of the crib while hanging its upper body into the crib to play with the baby. I never could make out a head, let alone a face. It must have felt me watching, because at some point, it was like it looked over, hopped off the crib, and vanished. It was like it just walked into the wall or something. I got to look at it for what felt like 30 to 40 seconds. Who knows how long I was really looking at it. It was very weird, but that has not happened again. I've always believed there are things I may never understand, and I'll always keep my eyes and mind open to new things. I never knew what shadow people were until recently, and I'll tell you, I think I have seen one. And that's where that story ends. So, um, again, you have this shadow figure, this time of a child, that appears to be just, I don't know if they were looking for someone to play with, a kid to play with, 
maybe, again, who knows that they were just passing through somehow. And they noticed the baby there. And, and uh, I'd, I'd experience to have, for sure. And um, I'm glad that nothing seemed to be going on as far as the baby seemed to be okay with everything. Um, and it gets back to the idea of how much do babies and kids, how much do they sense that we don't? Um, so, really neat story there. Hopefully, uh, seems like the the writer had a good, good uh, feeling overall from everything other than just being surprised. So... Um, like that story a lot, in a way. So, let's see here, where we're at. Okay. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but, uh, I do wonder about that, how often kids see things, and I mean, maybe that they don't even talk about them, because it's not bad, it's not scary. Um, so just a thought there, as well. So, um, I have two more stories here that I can share today. Uh, this one says, Last night, while closing the restaurant I manage, I heard some beeps coming from the prep area. Thinking it was an equipment issue, I went down to check. These beeps kept coming from every direction without a pre-designated sequence. Totally random. I checked if the smoke alarms were malfunctioning, and that wasn't the case. I checked if all the fridges were closed, and in fact they were. No equipment of my knowledge made that sound, nor any gas detector, either. They all come from a different direction each time even in places that don't have electrical equipment. I made a video that might not be entirely helpful, but it, uh, if listened to carefully, one can notice the different origin point each time. This morning, after opening the prep area... Oh, wait. Uh, hang on. I skipped a line. This morning, after opening... The beeps were gone, but after telling the fact to my colleagues, we were all down in the prep area, and the beeps started again. Now my question is, has anyone else had a similar experience? I've thoroughly checked all the equipment, and nothing was at fault. Some beeps would come from a shelf where... I don't know what this is. P, P, E, initials. Where, for example. I'm scratching my head. Hardly, it says. Um, And that's where the story ends. And I really thought this was an amazing story in a way because I've had experiences of this in my own apartment where I would hear things that I could not track where they were coming from. Whether it's knocks, but also beeps here and there once in a while. And um, this sounds like it was more frequent, but um, I would wonder about the history of the place. I mean, unless there's some kind of technology that's, like, built into the walls somehow for whatever reason, I don't know why there'd be 
that would be happening. Um, I really don't. It's That's an odd experience to have, and it sounds like multiple people experienced it. So it's not just one person imagining things. So, um, I don't know what to make of that one. But I've had that before in my own apartment. Not often, just once in a while. Actually, a lot of times when it happens nowadays, it's, um, it sounds almost like the, uh, the Discord notification sound. But then when I look, there's no new notifications, and it's always quieter. When I hear it and it's not the actual sound, it's quieter than, than it is when it is actually the sound coming from the PC. So, I don't know what is, what that is, but, um, that is, a. So that's why I had to share that story, because I've had similar experiences, in a way. Um, and I'm wondering now, um, maybe that could be a, a show to do at some point, is um, just looking into stories like that. Maybe, maybe not, I don't know. But uh, it sounds like, apparently I'm not the only one that deals with that. So it sounds like in this place, this restaurant, which... I mean, I could see that in a way, because you have people that are always working on things. You have people coming and going. You have a lot of emotions, I'm sure, as you're trying to make everything. And then the people that are there to eat, I mean, depending on how often they go there, um, depending on what kind of restaurant it is, could be a big deal to go there. So, um, yeah, really neat story there. Um, Doesn't sound like it's anything... Uh, extremely negative. I just wonder what it is. But, uh, yeah, so that was that story. And I have one more here. And, uh, and then we'll be done. So, I have kind of a mix of stories here tonight. And this last one is about, uh, either a UFO or UAP, depending on what you want to call it. So, here we go. This last one says, I was driving eastbound in northeastern Alabama on 120 when I looked up as to react to a bright light that came from my right, uh, I'm sorry, my rightmost peripheral. I began to tell my spouse to look because she had only ever seen one shooting star or meteor or asteroid in her life. I could only get four words out before I was at a loss for words. Oh, oh look, a, and then it cuts off there. It says, on the night of February 18th, my spouse and I witnessed a bright white light come into view from our right, almost as if it rose up over the horizon from the south, heading north. It was in front of us within within a second where it stopped. This is when I stopped talking because I had never seen a shooting star or meteor meteoroid excuse me, meteor or asteroid stop in its tracks like this. It instantaneously backtracked in the same direction and path it came from for just a bit and then stopped again. Just after stopping again this bright white light shot out of view and over the horizon, eastbound, towards Atlanta. I conclude that this was a UAP. 
unidentified aerial phenomenon. The way that it moved was inexplicable. The brightness was that of a shooting star or meteor, just without the trail behind. I would suspect the drone if the object were closer, but it moved too fast. This whole sighting happened within three seconds. For it to be so far away and unrecognizable. So, and that's a relatively recent sighting, too. That's not, uh, not long after, or I mean, not long ago, a few days. So, um, that's quite the sighting there. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, I mean, even the times that I've seen a light in the sky, I couldn't figure out what I was looking at. I still don't know what I was looking at, really. Um the blue light that I've seen that changed colors and sizes and, and, um, either teleported somehow or could, um, basically vanish and then move and then reappear again. I'm not sure. But, um, still just, that, that's, that is, a when, once you have an experience like that, it is, it is different. It's different from seeing an apparition in a house um, I imagine it's different from seeing, uh, some kind of a cryptid or a creature somewhere. Um, I don't know for sure, because I, I haven't had that experience yet. Um, but, yeah, I don't know for sure about that. Uh, that's, um, I don't know what it is that they saw. I don't know what it is I saw. But, um, I just know that with my experiences, there was a feeling of a presence with it, too, so... But um, it is amazing that happened just recently, not too many days after all the uh, the the current events that I talked about in that one show um, last weekend. Well, no, a little bit over a week ago now. Um, with all the objects seen in the sky and all that, and then shot down in some cases there. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's an amazing sighting. Um, I'd wonder how many other people in the area uh, saw anything there if it was over a major road. Um, but then you never know because you can he you hear about that. People will, will see something and then they'll be looking around at other people in the area and no one else will be looking in that direction. Um, or they'll just look and then they'll look away. I mean, I guess it's one thing when you're driving too. You don't want to be, you got to be careful. But, um, but yeah, so, neat sighting, and, uh, I'm glad I found that one, because like I said, lately, the news stories, they're all about the, uh, the official angles of everything, so, glad I found a separate, um, a sighting from just a, a person, uh, not, not doing any active research into anything, so, because I think that, that can make a difference as well. Um, sometimes I think if you're looking for something, you have to be careful of, uh, assigning a definition to things when they may not be accurate, um, or letting hope or, um, your kind of what you want things to be influence what you, what you think it is, uh, or what you, your thoughts of it is. So anyway, I'm sort of rambling here. Uh, but anyway, 
thank you all for being here. Um, that's going to be it for today. I'll be back tomorrow uh, covering paranormal news. And uh, and then the day after that, I will be uh, giving my last last show on HP Lovecraft. And that will close out the current week of shows. So um, I'll talk to you all tomorrow when I review paranormal news. Or talk about paranormal news on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.